Hello, and the show must go on with this episode of 90s Tunes with Avery and Lena. So I brought up the, uh, I, I said the show must go on. And I the, heard you. That's the last song on this album. The album we're reviewing this week. Or not reviewing, just talking about. Can't say we really review it because. A little bit, but yeah. not as, we don't like Out of Stars or something. We just yeah. talk if we like it or not. Or, yeah. yeah. But it is the album Innuendo by Queen. And this came out in. 1991, February 4th. Good job. I knew I had it written down somewhere, but you beat <laughs> me to the punch. So just to start off, what were your, what did you think about when I first said this album? Ooh, I'm intrigued. I even wrote down intrigued. <laughs> I that was the word intrigued because I had never heard it. Yeah. Intrigued. Yeah. I was intrigued as well. That's why I picked it. Now, I don't think I've ever heard the whole album. I actually don't think I ever heard a whole Queen album except for Greatest Hits. Yeah, and I think the same way too. And I was, like you said, I was really intrigued by this album being the last album. Yeah. And. Uh, last before he died. Yes. I'd say their last album that wasn't a compilation album or. I think they might have had some newer stuff or whatever after he died, didn't he? No. No? no. Okay. I didn't really look into that. Yeah, this was their last album. Yeah. Because. We'll probably get into it, but he died like six months after the song The Show Must Go On was released. Yeah, I didn't write when he died. Just 1991, I think, November. You think I would have looked? Did you look that up? No, I didn't. Huh, Not with that computer in front of you. <laughs> I know he was, his last public appearance was in 1990 at the Brit Awards. He was diagnosed with HIV um, in 1987. They were actually supposed to release that album for Christmas of 1990, but he was too sick to get it done by that time. His last yeah. performance was actually in 1986. Oh, like he died on November 24th, 1991 at the age of 45. Yeah. So. And that album was out in 1991. All right. What was your first thoughts when you heard it? Oh, I... I didn't know what to expect first coming into it, but I was excited. My first thoughts were excitement and then started listening to the album. Like Innuendo was a good song, but like, I really liked the song headlong. I thought that was one of my favorites off the album. Yeah. Like when I heard that, I was like, Oh, I heard that song before. I think I did. I'm trying to, I wrote it down. I wrote whoop dee doo, whoop dee dee, dee and now I can't picture it. I think it's because that's what he sings. Yeah. And I think he has this like him and Michael Jackson do it really well where they like just sing notes in the middle of the song. And that's they both remind me of like the same type of person, the same type of singer. And they do it well. So, yeah. And just re-listening to not the whole song. Oh, yeah. 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 Whoop diddy diddy whoop diddy do. (laughs) That's what it was. (laughs) Yes, yes. I'm going headlong. Yeah, I remember. It's yeah. a good, solid rock song. It, yes. It's so, I, at first I heard it and I hated this album. I hated it. And I was like, I can't even finish. Really? And I remember we were listening from Google and then they played We Are the Champions or something, but a different version. And I was like, finally a good song. But it <laughs> had been, but then the more I listened to it, the more I actually grew to really like this CD and I'll yeah. listen to it more. First, I was like, oh, this is just so overdone and like 
sometimes fans pass their prime. Everyone's like, ooh, what are they going to be next? And they're just praised when it's horrible, like artsy stuff. And I thought at first that's what this was at first without really listening, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, but then the more I listened, the more I really liked it and appreciated the songs and okay. a lot of time for their almost campness, almost like they're, yeah, I'm going to go with camp. Queen can be camp. Uh, you look at their videos, yeah. look at, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of good things, but there's also that sound that is rock almost on its way out in the 90s, like to be kind of take over for like alternative. Like there's yeah, also like this, that feeling. Almost the edge before grunge hits. Yeah, and there was that feeling to it. Yeah. Not quite like, I don't want to call it heavy metal, but like not quite heavy. Yeah. But yeah, but there was that kind of feeling first. But then I, I'm I wondering, that. why don't we know more of these songs? I think it's because we listen to the radio a lot. Yes. Yeah. And according to the radio, they only have three songs. But I had a Queen's Greatest Hits, and I don't remember any of these songs. Did you have Queen's Greatest Hits Volume 1 or Volume 2? Oh, I don't know. But they did have The Show Must Go On was re-released for Greatest Hits 2. Yes, which was called so, something else in Canada. So, so may oh, I did not know that. So oh, I, I read it, but I didn't write it down. I forget what it was called. But I had a lot of I have some facts. Do you know who? So, the show must go on. I know because we've started with that song, so I'm going to talk about that. Was played at a Fed, um, Freddie Mercury tribute concert. Yeah. Do you know this concert? I don't think I've seen the concert, but I read about it. Like. Like, do you know who the guitarist is? No. Tony Iommi. Oh, yes, and yes. Elton John performed. Yes, I saw that. It was Tony Iommi. Yeah, with the rest of the remaining Queen members. And I looked up the video. Oh, I should have looked up that video. You should have looked. There's two videos. This one, it just showed clip from clips from other videos because he was too sick at this time. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of released after his death. <laughs> the best video is for, I need to find what I watched the videos, is for um, These Are the Days of Our Lives. <laughs> He's uh -huh. wearing this vest. It's Unfortunately, it's in black and white. Well, not, but because he was kind of sickly and it was shot in color, but they released it in black and white, so you could tell less. But he is wearing a vest with cats on it, and it is his cats on the vest that someone got hand-painted for him. His chef's boyfriend. Oh, okay. Had someone make it for him. It's his cats. And I looked up that vest in color, too. And it's amazing. It's his cat painted on it. Well, speaking of cats. Are you going to talk about Delilah? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was just a love song about yeah, a girl. I thought it was a very nice love song on this album. It breaks up that rockiness because, you know, when I think about the love song on this album, like I Can't Live Without You. I thought it was a good, like, really good love song that's not a power ballad like we were having in the 80s and yes. going into the 90s. And then I heard Delilah, and I'm like, hey, this is a good love song. I I, I should look up who Delilah is. or Because, like, Tom Jones writes a Delilah song. The Plain White Tees have a love yeah. song. Well, she's someone in the Bible. And, yeah, you're listening. You're When he meow, meow, meows, you're like, ha, that's weird. But I never really <laughs> thought anything of it. I just thought, that's funny, yeah. His favorite cat, or his very special cat, Delilah. Calico? And he had 11 cats. Yeah. I hear various numbers from 5 to 11 and how many he had when he died. Yeah. Who he left them to. And there's some rumors about if he left money to them, but I don't think. I heard that the woman sold them. I don't know. 
Yeah, because I'm like, you make me slightly mad when you pee all over my Chippendale sweet. <laughs> I don't know what Chippendale sweet is, but you make me slightly mad when you pee all over. I my... didn't look up the lyrics. I just. <laughs> I was kind of listening. I didn't look up all the lyrics yeah. for that one. I'm like, what did he say? And it is Chippendale sweet. <laughs> it may have been like a suite at a hotel or something. Maybe. Like, I don't know, but. <laughs> or maybe a, that's what he called a suite in his and house. I... Yes, some of the other members were like, this isn't really our jam. Like, thinking no. about a cat, but that's hilarious to me. It's quite hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you should look up that cat vest. I will. It's going to be it's... something I do right after this. Look it up. You can look it up the video, but but the other video that I looked up is amazing. And it is one of my favorite songs on the album. And it is um, I'm Going Slightly Mad. Oh, it's an amazing video. It's black and white. He's, <laughs> I don't know, his tree, his head is full of bananas, like a banana tree. There's a gorilla <laughs> following him. He's wearing these gloves. He looks like a mad magician. It's an ama- It's just a great video. It, um, I guess while he was writing the lyrics with his friend, he found them funny and they were just laughing the whole night that they couldn't even get it through from these hilarious, like silly lyrics. And, yeah, and it's a pretty funny video. There's one, he's dressed right. up as a penguin. He's wearing this big, like he has this big beak. And there's, <laughs> I didn't quite know it's a penguin till a penguin walked by. I'm like, oh, he's a penguin. It's a really amazing video. I'd say, look up these videos because they're performances. They're Freddie Mercury performances. Yeah, I'm going to have to look these up. I should have looked. I listen to the album a lot. Yeah. Because unlike you, the first time I heard it, I was hooked and I wanted to listen again and again. Mm-hmm. But I didn't look at the videos and maybe that's uh, something I should have done. Can you hear him? He's fucking drinking outside during the cast. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of... Th- so there's a song about a cat. There's a song about cars. Uh-huh. The uh, Ride the Wild Wind. Yeah. And there's actually actually car racing sounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of awesome by... Uh, I don't know his first name. Taylor in the band. Last name Taylor. I thought you were looking that up for me. I am. Um, from he kind of had this like opera. I'm in love with my car, and this is from yes, and I remember that. And song. there's these fast drums, but it influence maybe. There's a lot of talk because if you look up the song Shakespeare's Sister by the Smiths, Shakespeare's sisters got their names from. If you remember that band, but anyway, no. it sounds very similar. The drums is so fast, and uh, they're both amazing songs. Yeah. So I'd say the Smiths might be better. You're looking at. For Roger Taylor, who was a drummer. Yeah. Also, did you know Innuendo is a tribute to Led Zeppelin's song, Cashmere? I read about that. It sounds a lot alike when you, because I was like, I know I heard that song, but I couldn't think it. And I listened to them back to back. Like, like it doesn't seem like they've ripped the song off, but it does seem like a tribute. And it's really well done. Yeah. Really, like a remake, like reimagining. Once you think about both songs, you can sort of hear it. Yeah. So... It's kind of interesting. And then there's the gospel-influenced All God's People. Yeah. Like, there's no rhyme or reason almost on this. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like... Yeah. I I think they just put songs on there that they really wanted to make. Mm -hmm. Whether whoever made it, maybe, just like, they just put it out there. Yeah. So, (laughs) I did read some interesting reviews. One was, you'll forget it as soon as it's over. I did kind of forget the songs. Remember, you know, like, I knew Headlong and I had to look it up. I will say that, but I'm forgetful. There's another, I like this quote. And I I didn't write down who the critics were, but if if this is cartoon rock and roll, at least it's good and brazenly cartoonish. And I'll give it that. Now, I don't know. And I've been thinking a lot about this album. 
in its place in history and Freddie Mercury's place in history. And I wonder if it would have different reviews if people knew that he was dying at this time. I don't know if it was publicly out there. There yeah. were rumors in everyone, I guess, yeah. or like he's not looking so good, or why haven't we seen him? Or but but there's difference rumors. between the rumors and knowing that the show must go on. It's just like I I thought it was, and I'm going to say this, and I probably never said it about a song before, but it's a very powerful song. Like yep. it was knowing what I know now versus what was going on then. Is this like the final show? Is this his final act? Is this going to be? how did he put this album out so the show will continue to go on kind of thing yeah and if you look at these are the days of our lives that looks like a yeah. last performance like the way he looks at the camera like almost knowing yeah in retrospect it must be hard to deal with your own mortality at that point and yeah especially like aids at that time you mean yeah. or dying yeah there's there's that but then there is some like funniness to it and you think yeah. and i was like yeah i forgot how funny they could be like when they were showing the clips on the video the show must go on they showed the one where he's dressed in the i don't i forget what video it is for he's wearing the pink he's dressed up as a girl and the pink vest and he has the mustache too i think do you know what i'm talking about no because i didn't see the video i didn't know but video. it was an old video from another song oh, maybe okay. No, I'm not sure. Also, I forgot because we talked about the cat and the car. Um, Bijou was the name of Brian May's mom's budgie, oh, but okay. it's not. A, it's not actually a tribute to the budgie or anything. <laughs> but that, that's kind of how they got the name. Also, the Hitman. I was like, this sounds familiar, and I realized what it sounds a lot like: heavy metal shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> I was singing that to it. Oh, okay, bye. Kick Kick ass. Ass. <laughs> oh, you I don't have to up. explain 80s heavy metal <laughs> from Canada to me. I didn't know that was Canadian. That, that, there's our Canadian connection. Is that your Canadian connection? Uh, well, I just wrote the first time they played Canada was 1975. I had nothing. I had a hard time with this one. I thought, well, there's Queen and Band. Canada has a Queen. England has the same Queen. True. And I, I sort of went that way. But the only thing that I could really find was that there was three Canadians, including Montrealer Merc Mertel, won a Freddie Mercury sound-alike. Or they, they were in a, they have won the official Queen Tribute Band contest. Mm-hmm. And they'll join the 40th anniversary of the British band. No, no, I've got another one. Oh, just, the photographs in the booklet for this CD okay. were by Simon Fowler. Okay. who worked on Gary Glitter's with Gary Glitter before. And I listened to a podcast one time from Canada where they talked about Gary Glitter. It was our podcast, <laughs> and we're Canadian. Ta-da! No. Ta-da! I'm not giving you that one. Ta-da! No. Heavy metal shuffle. Well, that, that <laughs> that's is a good song. And that's been in my head a lot since then. I don't know if I have a favorite song. I think, like, based out of the concept, Delilah. <laughs> I can see that. I guess my favorite songs on the album are Headlong and um, The Show Must Go On. I think mine might be I'm Going Slightly Mad and Ride the Wild Wind. Okay. I like the drums on that, which actually brought me, though, to the Smith's Shakespeare's Sister, and I will listen to that song now. I had never heard it. Yeah, that's interesting. But speaking of interesting, you talked about Roger Taylor being a drummer. Yes, who was named, I forgot, except for Taylor, yeah. But John Deacon. He was a bass player. He was the quiet one. He didn't get any fights. He didn't. 
He just went along with everything, it seems, from what I was reading. I was watching. He joined in 1971. I wrote that down. <laughs> he, he made an appearance on Weird, the Weird Al story. Well, he didn't make an appearance, but somebody played him. Playing him, him. okay. So I, I just I thought it was funny because I really liked the movie, but yeah. Wolfman Jack was in the movie played by Jack Black, okay. and they were antagonizing antagonizing Weird Al on to make a new song right on the spot, and then make a song up about another one bites the dust. And then Wolfman Jack asks him like, "Who are you?" And he says, "I'm John Deacon." And everybody just doesn't know who he is. <laughs> and then he has to say, "I'm from the band Queen." And they're still confused. And then he says, I'm the bass player from the band Queen. And then they were all like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I thought that was just pretty funny. Because I was looking up who played John Deacon in the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. And then I saw this clip from the other, like the Weird Al movie. And then it just got me thinking about other stuff. But John Deacon actually wrote another one by Sadest as oh. well. So Did you watch Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes. Okay. Oh, you didn't watch the Elton John? No. Yeah. One of my favorite facts, I don't know, favorite fact, interesting fact, is that Freddie Mercury, and I'm, I remember reading this, seeing this in the movie, Freddie Mercury had four extra incisors, and he okay. said that helped with his vocal range, even though I wrote down vocal rage, I think, <laughs> I, I think it's range. <laughs> okay, that's good. I feel like I'm going to forget the names of these songs, and I'll have to listen to the whole CD over and over. Yeah. I just sometimes forget the names of songs. That's very like me. I, I really recommend looking. There's not a lot of videos, but looking up the three videos. The last one is just clips, so you don't really, and even of the other two videos, you don't really, but I'm going slightly mad, and these are the days of our lives. Are They're, okay. pretty, they're worth watching, and because, I mean, it was, it's pretty sad. Yeah. Like Freddie Mercury dying in his 40s. I guess a day after he said he had AIDS, oh, he okay. died the, the next day, but of bronchial pneumonia. Yeah. He often I, die of I AIDS. Saw that. But, you know, and that's kind of sad. That didn't give people a lot of time to, like, you think of um, Gord Down. Gord Downey. Yeah. I always want to say Gordy Down or. <laughs> Always, and you know how people had time to grieve and know about that. Yeah, that, like before. But still, he put it like they didn't put out a last album like during that time, but they toured. Yeah, and this is sort of similar. Where yeah. it must have been so a lot of pain for him to go in, like dealing with everything they had, and then putting it all out there, and yeah, you know, to put that effort in, it's amazing. And so they went to a studio in Switzerland. Uh huh. I think because they thought it would be good for his health. And, and now because of that, the town, I forget what it is, Montreal maybe, has a huge Freddie Mercury statue, which is kind of kind of amazing if you're just like driving through Switzerland and didn't know this fact. And there's a huge Freddie Mercury to me is pretty hilarious. Yeah. And I think Freddie Mercury had a sense of humor, like fat bottom girls. <laughs> you know, he had a sense of humor. He really. I'm looking at that statue right now, and it's pretty awesome. It is Freddie Mercury, like just like hand up in the air, microphone in the other hand. And... I wonder how funny he kind of found it that his band was called Queen. He he knew the innuendo with that. Yeah, that's pretty funny to me too. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to just talk to somebody that's a big Queen fan and how they felt before this album came out and after this album came out. Yeah. Like no, like not knowing what happened before or what was going on, but then finding out what happened afterwards. It'd yeah. be 
interesting to see that point of view. And I think if you are a big fan, though, you like there were enough rumors going around that. Yeah. Although everyone denied it, I think there were rumors. And he kind of like didn't do a lot of performances and stuff near the end. So, yeah. But I don't remember like that happening even like I was a kid, like a young teenager, maybe preteen at the time. 13, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't teenager. even a teenager. I was still my early years. So <laughs> for me to have a concept like that, I wouldn't have thought about it at the time. And it wasn't a band I necessarily listened to or yeah. like my parents listened to. or Like I knew their songs, I guess. Like, yeah, from the radio. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I used to listen to oldies a lot too when I was a kid. Just I used to like to go to sleep to oldies. So that's probably. Yeah. Because I listened to like, Radio stations that were like pop music of the day, like top 40s, or I listen to oldies, or my parents listen to country. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. Well, you were all over the place then. Kind of. I didn't necessarily listen to country of my own volition, but I'm sure (laughs) stuff comes back to me. So, but yeah, yeah, I wrote Intrigued down and yeah, good choice. First, like I said, I first hated it. I just, something about it, I just hate it. And then I had to listen again. Okay. I think I just, I think, I think it actually is just the song Innuendo had to grow on me. Not the whole album, just that song. And that's the first. So I kept, sometimes when you listen to an album from the first, you don't listen to it all the way through. So I heard that song the most. Yeah, (laughs) I can see that. So are you happy with this choice? I'm extremely happy with this choice. I'm glad I went out of my comfort zone and picked a CD that I didn't listen to Mm -hmm. and I didn't know anything about. Yeah, it turned out really well, so I'm very happy with my choice. Yeah. Are you happy with my choice? I am happy with your choice. (laughs) Good. So what's going to be your choice for next week? You know, you talk about comfort zone. I was going to go with a comfort zone, but last week I did. This one, I'm not sure. I know a couple of songs, but I'm going with, sorry, I always get it mixed up, so just bear with me. Right said Fred. Not right, said Fred. Ill Communication by Beastie Boys. I was going to pick that on my first. I had three albums picked on my first oh. one. And that was going to be my first album pick, but I went with somewhere else. So. I, but I didn't quite go out of my comfort zone. I'm like, it's about time we did some like rap, hip hop. Yeah. But I wasn't willing to go with something I didn't know anything about. I thought about it. I thought some things, but I, and I had to look it up because licensed ill, ill communication. I wanted to make sure I got it right. Yeah. So. That is what I choose. I'll leave my thoughts on this album for next week. Yep. Because um, that's what next week is for. If you like this, make sure you give it five stars on like, or four. Apple. If you feel we deserve four. No. We deserve five. <laughs> everyone's like, you deserve five. And like, put, everyone says five stars, but I'd still love you if you did four. <laughs> well, and then make sure you listen to our Friday little mini sode. I hate that name, but it's just, it puts it yeah. all together. Yeah, it's like '90s tune. So next yeah, week we're going to be listening or looking this at week. yeah. This Two week days. we're looking at um, "Jump Around" by House jump of around. Pain. Jump yeah. up, jump up to get down. Yeah, so mm-hmm. keep jump, on listening, jump. and hopefully we'll entertain you a little bit longer. I'll try not to sing too much of it. 